0: Well, this morning, I want to pick up again with my series on intercession, prayer, and warfare. Last week, I preached a message on preparing ourselves, wrestling with God, using the experience of Jacob as our scriptural backdrop. Specifically, when Jacob wrestled with the angel by the river, And he came to that point where Jacob surrendered his life and decided that he would rather have God's spiritual blessing on his life than all of his material possessions. And he was a wealthy man. God had blessed him. He came to that point where he wanted to be reconciled to his brother Esau, who had sworn to kill him. And he knew that no human ingenuity could bring this about. And he had tried everything he knew. And as a last resort, by himself, by the river... He wrestled with God, and God blessed him there. He came forth from that experience transformed into a new person. No longer self-reliant and looking to his resources or abilities or his conniving ways, Jacob became a true spiritual leader. And he, as you know, was the father of the nation of Israel in the sense that the twelve tribes of Israel came out of him and his wives and one of his sons. Joseph. As I was reflecting on that even after I had preached it, the thought occurred to me, what if Jacob had not taken the time to wrestle with God? What if he had set out to meet Esau in his own strength and his own conniving, manipulative ways? You remember I said that he sent offerings before him to Esau, and then he put his wives and children in front of him (laughs) so as to try to appease or to play on Esau's sympathy. But after he wrestled with God, he got in front of the procession, became the vulnerable one, and God was able to show him, I can work on Esau's heart, if you'll just trust me. God did a work in Esau, didn't He, to prepare them for that meeting. And the point of that message is simply this, church if we are to become the intercessors and the warriors for God that He needs, we must come to an end of our own ways and begin to do things God's ways. We must learn the principles of the kingdom of God. And we must not resort to our own techniques, our own devices, our own wisdom to bring about the will of God. That is manipulative, that is deceiving, conniving, and God wants no part of it, and God will not bless it. We can have the mind of Christ. The Bible tells us that. We can have the mind of Christ if we will take the time to seek His face and wrestle with Him. Come to an end of our ways. That prepared us for today's message. Today's message is entitled, Stand in the Gap. And this is a call to arms for all believers. I do not want anyone to leave this service today with the thought that there are only a select few people who are called to the prayer of intercession and warfare. That is not true. There's no scriptural foundation for that, folks. Every believer is called upon by God to begin to be involved in intercessory warfare. In Ezekiel chapter 22, chapter 22 and verse 30, from the NIV version, we read, I looked for a man among them who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land so I would not have to destroy it, but I found none. A sad commentary indeed on Ezekiel's day. Ezekiel the prophet heard this. He spoke for God. Over the last few weeks, a song has come to mean a lot to me. And I want to use the words of it this morning as an introduction to this message. The title of that song is Cry Out to Jesus. By the way, this song is by Third Day. The words go something like this. To everyone who's lost someone they love long before it was their time. You feel like the days you had were not enough when you said goodbye And to all the people burdened with burdens and pains, keeping you back from your life, you believe that there's nothing and there is no one who can make it right. There is hope for the helpless. Rest for the weary. Love for the broken heart. There is grace and forgiveness, mercy and healing. He'll meet you wherever you are. Cry out to Jesus. Cry out to Jesus for the marriage that's struggling just to hang on. They lost all their faith in love. They've done all they can to make it right again. Still, it's not enough. For the ones who can't break the addictions and chains, you try to give up, but you come back again. Just remember that you're not alone in your shame and your suffering. When you're lonely and it feels like the whole world is falling on you, you just reach out. You just cry out to Jesus, cry out to Jesus. To the widow who struggles with being alone, wiping the tears from her eyes, for the children around the world without a home, say a prayer tonight.